The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars, first ever episode. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one, young CC, young PS3. Got my boy, the co-host, boss man, John Grossi. John, say what's up to the people, all the listeners out there. People, how we doing? It feels good to, to finally be launching this thing. It's been in the works for six months, half a year, I don't know, whatever kind of measurement you want to go by, and here we are. Yeah, all, all summer long for sure we've been thinking about it, and... Uh, What's nice is that we've been doing practice episodes and we've been releasing them to just like our friends and kind of blowing them up in our text group. Yeah, they've been getting pissed. And, yeah, they've been getting kind of pissed. So, so what we can do now is now it's to the public and now we actually have big name guests and we can just uh, tell our friends to download the podcast and they can download it and never listen to it and exactly. we'll, we'll be off their backs. <laughs> to give a quick rundown yeah. of what we're about, we, we're talking sports, we're talking them in bars. It's a fun podcast. It's a new podcast. We're outside-the-box thinkers, so we like to th- talk sports outside the box a little bit. We like to bring in uh, some of the Long Beach legends, the Long Beach sports stars, the Long Beach sports coaches, all these big-name guests, and we like to talk to them in the different different bars in Long Beach. Well, Long Beach has, has top-of-the-line athletes, as everyone knows. Every Olympics, we set a record for most Olympians at the Olympics. Uh, I mean, we got all sorts of pro players, MLB, NFL, you name it. But what we're going to do is bring those people because – Guess what? They're all from Long Beach. They're all regular people just like you and me. They love the city. We're going to bring them into regular restaurants, reg- regular bars, and talk to them like dirtbags we are, really. A couple savants. Yeah, a couple savants with podcast coordination. <laughs> <laughs> so on this show today, big show today, huge guests. Well, it embodies what we're all about. Exactly, exactly. Uh, to start off the show, we're going to talk. We're going to do a little segment we call Iron Sharpens Iron. We like to get better as a podcast, like to get our listeners a little bit better. Then we're going to toss it to an interview. We got Tony Azevedo on the show today, five-time Olympian, dude. Silver medalist at the Beijing Olympics. Uh, talks about his aquatic games, Olympic-style youth water polo tournament. He's kind of inspiring the next generation of water polo players. He's taking water polo to the next level like we're taking podcasts to the next level here in long beach we're very much uh you know on the same level as tony has a video i think he would tell you that you know i mean five-time olympian first-time podcasters exactly we like to eat appetizers five appetizers at once we can eat yep he went to five olympic games so it's i mean it's kind of similar we're, we're all in this together we also got the 908 athlete of the week we're gonna do this every week so 52 52 athletes right because there's 52 weeks in a year Yep. We're, this podcast is going uh, to to launch once a week, so we're going to have 52 908 Athletes of the Week. So, hey, all you sports stars out there, go off. Have a big day, and maybe you could be the 908 Athlete of the Week. I don't care if you're in high school, college, pro. If you have any connection to Long Beach, you can win this award, and you can hear your name on our podcast, which, I mean, everyone has earbuds these days. Don't yeah. you want to hear your own name? Yeah, I love it. I put them on. No one ever says John Grossi except John Grossi. That's true. Everybody gets participation trophies, but not everybody gets to have their name called on Shoot Your Shot podcast. So before we get this show started, 
I want to talk about the LA 2028 Olympics, John. Only 3,965 days to the Olympics, the LA Olympics. We're going to have a nice little countdown for you every once in a while. Yep. Can't wait for that, man. This is big for our show. Uh, we are the official podcast bringing you the countdown for the LA Olympics because Long Beach is going to be a big part of it. And, you know, no one else right now is really is really keeping you in on that. So what, what, what was the count again? 3,965 days. And if you want to know how many days are left, just uh, subscribe to our podcast. Yep. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, go to LB908.com. My uh my my place is already on Airbnb. I'm ar- I'm the first one renting it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's gonna be it's for it's for June to August, twenty twenty eight. You can stay at my place. the The going rate is five thousand dollars a day. You get a fifty percent discount, twenty five hundred a day if you pay upfront to me right now. Let's do let's do iron sharpens iron, John. Let's get a little better today. Well, high school football, high school football is back. I'm almost kind of disappointed that high school, or not high school football, but football in general is back because I don't do anything anymore with my life. Like, I just sit around and uh, just hang out. I, I pretend like I have a busy day, but it's just because I have to watch three games that day. I don't have anything else to do. I just watch football. This is my most productive time of year. <laughs> I just, uh, I tell all my friends I'm watching football and I just I just get stuff done. You know, I'm doing I'm doing laundry, I'm washing dishes, I'm like going to the grocery store and I'm like working also. Had the Battle of 7th Street this week, St. Anthony versus Wilson. Sorry to say this, John. St. Anthony beat Wilson for the first time in 25 years. 14-6, St. Anthony. Deshaun Harvey, 150 yards passing, one touchdown, 105 on the ground. That's the quarterback for St. Anthony. Uh, Fear the halo, right? I mean, that's kind of what has been going on. They won a CIF championship last year, and they're just kind of carrying it on. They're 2-0 now. Well, I'm a big Wilson guy, Paul, and and as you know, it's such a great school. a lot of God-fearing men on that team, and, you know, we're going to let the Saints take this one because, uh, you know, we know who we are. Saints go marching one by one, hurrah, down 7th Street. 13 straight wins at Clark Field for the Saints, by the way. Uh, my boys, Milliken, went down first time this year, 2-1 and one now. They lost to Banning 25-21. Q Campbell, the running back for Milliken, kind of a highlight, though. He had two touchdown runs, two long touchdown runs. Milliken, Pauly in two weeks, dude. Paul was a quarterback in 2009 for Milken Football, and yes, he did beat Pauly. And yes, if you ever hang out with Paul for more than one week, he will tell you about that. <laughs> uh, good for you, Paul. You're, you're a good quarterback out here. I never saw a game. Lakewood, <laughs> Lakewood still winless. Uh, lost to Mayfair 21-18 for the Milk Bucket. Uh, that snapped Lakewood's eight-game win streak over Mayfair. If you had one team that you disliked the most around the local area, what what would it be? My my least favorite team. Yeah, in the local area, just kind of like around Great. this area, Greater Long Beach area. Gar, you already know it's Gar High yeah. School. Mine's Mayfair, to be honest. Really? I just I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't like Gar Gar High School because they would always host those those like freshman basketball tournaments back in the day, and it'd be hot in the gym, and everyone's like, "Oh, we're going to Gar Gar." Yeah, Gar stinks. Throw an AC what, in there every once in a while. What's this uh, milk bucket thing? Milk bucket is the rivalry between Mayfair and Lakewood. If you win that game, you get the milk bucket. It's like a trophy. Is there milk in it? No. Well, maybe. We should do that. We're That's our promise to you. We're going to get to the bottom of the milk bucket. We yes. are going to find out if there's milk in there. Whole and milk if, or 2% non-fat? It's probably whole milk. That's what football people do. I can skim it if I got to skim it, Paul. <laughs> uh, Jordan Cabrillo. I know you're a Jordan and Cabrillo guy. Me too. Both got blown out. Tough losses for them. Compton, though, got the lone win in the Moore League. Yep. Shout out to the Tar Babes. 2-1 now. They won... I think they, they shut him out, I believe. No, they did. That was last last game they shut him out. 43-22 win over Santa Monica. Christian Swint, a do-everything running back 
for the Tar Babes, 14 carries, 169 yards, four touchdowns. He could rush for 600 yards if he if he wanted to. If he touched the ball every time, I think he could rush for 600 yards. Well, we we brought Compton to the Moore League for days like this when everyone in Long Beach uh, loses, and yes. then that's what we just toss toss Compton in there. Exactly. Because you, you know Long Beach and Compton aren't going to lose. No, they're going to come through for us. No. West Coast, best coast, dude. They've been saying that for years. Also, our boy, Mauricio Ingracia, Long Beach State coach, good, Long Beach State soccer. Good friend of the podcast. Big friend of the podcast. Picked up win number 150. 150 in his career. Got to love that. They they beat San Diego 3 nothing. Uh, goals from Ayana Robles, Rocio, Rodriguez, and Rola. I'm pretty sure it's Badawaya or Badawaya, but I'm going to say Badawaya because she's probably pretty bad on the on the field, kind of mean, you know, rough and tough. Badawaya. Exactly. We're DGAF guys. We do go to George Allen Field. So go ahead and go to the games. They're wild. They're epic. A lot of people there at George Allen Field to, to watch Long Beach State women's soccer. Go check those things out. They travel to UConn and St. John's the next couple of weeks. October 1st versus Hawaii. Check out that game. It's going to be wild. Long Beach State athletic, Athletics, more league athletics. That's our stuff, Paul. Let's toss this thing to Tony Azevedo now. Uh, we were at Legends. I mean, you got to have a legend like Tony Azevedo at Legends, right, to grub on some food. So that's what we were doing. Had a couple of drinks. He had his daughter there, his 10-month-old daughter, Luna. And I don't know if I've seen anybody multitask better than Tony Azevedo. It was probably the most impressive thing that I've seen in a long time. And I don't think I could have pulled that off, dude. I had a hard time just being by myself. Dude, we got to tell the listeners about, about this interview because everyone knows Tony Azevedo is a legend. But how this podcast comes off, how well this comes off, and he was juggling this this daughter of his. The entire time, and you can't even notice. But if you do hear like a, a little screaming at some point, it's probably because she uh, looked at Paul's face. Oh, but you might hear she that. She liked me. Yeah, maybe. She uh, she was giving you some looks. <laughs> you might hear that some at some point in the interview, but the fact that he was answering our questions and feeding her and like having her like throw up on his shirt and, <laughs> <laughs> and just everything that was going on during that was very, very impressive. He's in full dad mode, uh, but let's not forget that he is a five-time Olympian. That's true. Tony Azevedo in Legends. Check it out. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. We're at Legends Sports Bar, 5236 Second Street, 90803, the first modern sports bar in America. And speaking of America, I mean, it's only fitting that we have this guest on with us. Wilson High School, Stanford University water polo star, five-time U.S. Olympian, former USA water polo team captain, silver medalist at the Beijing Olympics in 2008. I mean, I can say more about him, but I'm going to probably run out of breath if I do so. It's Tony Azevedo. Tony, what's up, man? Thanks for joining joining us on our, our uh, first official episode here. Thank you, guys, man. It's an honor. Follow you guys for a long time, and it's excited to be back in uh, LB. We're, we're just crushing it at Legends right now. <laughs> Having uh, a good time. It's a good time here right now. We're going to probably yes. uh, get a beer here in a little bit, I'd say. But let's, let's just jump right into this thing, uh, Tony. So here we go. You held the American flag uh, during the 2016 Rio Olympics, the opening ceremonies did you not no no there's a there's a nice long 
You know, and it's funny where that story started. So I was, so basically what happens in the Olympics, you get 16 people who all the captains from all the teams come and they choose and they vote on who they think should be the captain oh, okay. or who should do the flag. And I can remember that my name was chosen. There was like 20. And then it got down to, you know, 16. And me and the teammates were at a little restaurant. And, you know, I can't be in there voting. It has to be someone else. And it was Merrill Moses, our goalie. Oh, okay. He's sitting there texting back. I make it to the final four. Beat out Serena Williams, you know, tons of these other stars. And then it's between myself, Phelps, um, I believe, maybe Carrie Walsh, and a fencer. And then I ended up like third, I think. Okay, well, you should have been number one. Is what, is <laughs> <Paul> <laughs> right. I appreciate that. You were on the camera a lot during that. I know yes. that. I was right next to the, the okay. flag, that's for sure. I, okay. s I saw you, yeah, I was watching you, and you were, everybody in the world was watching you. But what was more <laughs> nerve wracking? Was it being on TV with everybody watching in the entire world or joining our podcast today? Probably joining the podcast, especially because I'm bringing my little infant over here, a little 10-month-old. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's probably having the best time here, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, you don't get nervous at those situations because you don't even realize you're on TV. You're just so stoked. You're surrounded by the greatest athletes in the world being watched by millions, but you don't think they're watching you until you see it the next day. <laughs> what, what was, what was kind of going through your head, though, when you were walking into that thing? I mean, I mean you've done it so many times five times to be exact but i mean what, what was that like i'll tell you it, it sucked this was the what this was, was the worst now going opening ceremony is the greatest thing in the world i mean literally walking through there and having knowing you're representing your country and all the hard work and, and you see how special and important the olympics are there's nothing better but why i say it sucked is is every olympics the water polo team has always stayed back you know we're chill okay. everyone runs to the front to be on camera we chill in the back well, what ends up happening is who else chills in the back or arrives late? The NBA team. Yeah, I was just about to say. So, so we end up cruising in usually with those guys. It's one of the best experiences. You just kind of hang out, talk. You're not rushing. You're not, uh, you know, this time this team decided we are going to go first. And we were told, you know, try to get up there to the front. Well, man, and people are pushing. I mean, you think you're talking Olympians, and then you're talking people who this is they got to get on TV. They've never been on TV. I mean, it is a war to get to that front right. but luckily as a water pole player and having a good team behind us the whole the whole front line was a water pole players so you guys <laughs> drew a lot of below the belt stuff oh yeah that's right. that's what that's how we roll <laughs> yeah good was, was that your favorite one was 2016 your favorite games i mean it was kind of your home away from home over there in in brazil uh was that your favorite games or which which one would you say it, out of the five that you competed in was your favorite you know it was definitely beijing i'm gonna say is my favorite because we won that silver medal no one believed in us. We did something that I really don't think anyone thought we could do. Um, but look, going into Rio, that's where I wanted to be my favorite games, the, the, you know, the great ending. But it, it, all of them were unique in their own. Um, Got to admit, going into your first Olympic Games at 18 years old, pretty amazing. Pretty <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, every single thing from the cafeteria to the to the room, to the, sh the, you know, the shitty bed that we're sleeping on, I love. This yeah. is amazing, right? Well, it's like um, going to college. You see your dorm room. You see the new cafeteria. Oh, yeah. Except you're I like, mean, that's what we were doing. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was doing. I was, I was pumped up, and I was just with, like, the the bottom half of the Athletes of America. So. Well, the, you mean, like, the bottom 2% of the Athletes <laughs> yeah. in America? <laughs> I'm just kidding, John. The guy's just hanging in the calf the first day of, uh, of college, yeah. <laughs> you, Tony, were... Na nicknamed the savior known as the jesus christ of water polo <laughs> i mean i kind of 
I kind of feel you on that because I'm the nicknamed the chosen one. It's a self-proclaimed like, he, he nickname. Nickna- he nicknamed himself that. B- yeah. But it, it's sticking now. Like everybody's <laughs> calling me the chosen one. It's it's uh, it's a lot of pressure. Was that a lot of pressure for you to be under to be the the savior, the the Jesus Christ of the sport? Like that's insane. Uh, you know, you never choose a nickname for yourself. I mean, I guess you can. Unless you're the chosen one. <laughs> unless you have nothing going for you at all. Oh, <laughs> but you know, dude, I've t- I took that as even more like rage to go out there and and. I took it as I got to bring back the first gold medal in the United States. That's okay. what I took it as. And falling short in Beijing and then continuing to believe and dream the, the latter two Olympics, it, it, it was never a pressure thing. It was a motivating thing. I need, I need to follow up and, and come through with this name. And now, after ending my career, it's, it's, it, it was one point I was like, well, you know, I guess I wasn't. I didn't bring back that gold. Now I'm thinking, why not? Why can't I, why can't I help in another way? And that's kind of why I'm focusing right now on the individual athletes in the country and in the world but really the goal is always going to be bring back that gold medal for the men's team here uh do you think that the u.s army's don't tread on me sticker is hurting the growth of water polo in america (laughs) (laughs) is that just like because it's ingrained in our minds don't treading that's not our thing we'll see unfortunately for if if it was don't egg beater on me (laughs) more water polo players would like you know understand that we're we rarely use the word tread but it's funny then all of a sudden did a clinic for a, a group of South Africans, and out comes me talking about how you guys got an egg beater like this, and everyone just stares at me with this face, and like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, treading water. Ah. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you, you were always traveling uh, when you are playing professionally. You're retired now, but you were always traveling. You, when you would come back to Long Beach, what would be the first thing that you'd do? What, where would you go? Uh, I mean, who would you hang out with? What was the first thing that you did when you come back? You touched down in Long Beach. Well, most of the time, one of the first things I do is I go, I, I had this just, this need for Mexican food. Okay. That was just, that was the, I mean, it, it had to be Mexican food. It was either Gabby's up in Orange, it was uh, Los Compadres here. Oh, heck yeah. But, uh, you know, I'd say going overseas, my, and living in Italy for five years, so the latter seven years, not really getting the best Italian food, I'd come here and I'd go to... Patolacha, which the guy came from Cremona, where I played with, okay. and, and Joe Jost. Those are my two, like, if it wasn't Mexican, it was going to be those two. Aside from the Olympic Games, do you have a, a most memorable non-Olympic water polo game? Memorable non-Olympic water polo game. You know, with the USA or with anyone? With anyone. Dude, I'm going to have to say, and, and I'm still, someone, my dad claims he has tape, but I, I, he, he can't find it. He's about as organized as my daughter here. But... Uh, <laughs> There's, you know, one of the last, I think my ju- my senior year, one of the last games I played for high school was the, the, the last game was the CIF championship. And I can remember the goalkeeper threw the ball in the end of the half to try to score. You know, that's what you do. You yeah. just, there's no time. You just throw it. I caught it in the air and shot it back full no court way. and scored. No way. And, you know, it was just, I remember the crowd and, like, people jumping. And, and, and it was just it was a really cool moment that made me feel that water polo can be different than what it was yeah. because people were really, really excited about this is, this is cool. This kid is cool. So I, that was a really fun moment for me that people talk about it. I remember speaking, uh, getting back to Long Beach. I know one place you like to go and cause we've been there together. You don't want me to tell, tell anyone this is the annex. <laughs> and I, I know you got a good story from there. What's your, what's your best story from being at the annex in Long Beach? Well, I, I, you know, 
I've been to the annex before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it's, uh, it's part of the journey of being a, yeah. a Long Beach sports and Long Beach bars guy. Well, you know, coming back and, and having a night out, and we, we went to play some shuffleboard, but as we walked in, there were these two enormous guys playing, right? Turned out to be Luke Walton and, uh, and Andrew Bynum. Yes. And, of course, having the big, big schooners, you know, doing it annex style. And I would say it was actually we ended up leaving because all of us were such Lakers fans. And the fact that Bynum was injured or apparently supposed to be recovering and he's yep. sitting there downing beers <laughs> it just pissed <laughs> us all off. <laughs> and uh, we ended up bailing. But, no, it was cool seeing those guys. Luke went to Arizona. I met him a couple times. He's an amazing guy. And, and uh, that's a I think it's pretty cool just – Three hugely star athletes. Yeah, that's true. Just in the middle of, of you know the most unexpected Long Beach bar. In a bar that you, you sometimes gets lost in the mix. We <laughs> yeah. all, when we try to go out, Tony, we always talk about different bars that we should go to that night, and we're always throwing out the annex because we love those big schooners and we love to play a little shuffleboard. But it gets overlooked. They get, don't want to get a little competitive. Yeah, they, they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to go there sometimes. Well, people need to understand how sweet shuffleboard is, I dude. It's that's awesome. A big thing, right? That, I go there for shuffleboard. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, it's, it's the saltiest table. That's true. <laughs> it really is. Oh, you can salt, you salt it yourself. <laughs> you re- recently retired, Tony, like I said. Uh, what brought you back to Long Beach? You've been all over the world, man. I mean, from Brazil, like we said. You've been over in China for a little bit, right? Going, doing a bunch of different stuff for the sport. What brought you back to Long Beach? I mean, why, why did you want to li- eventually live here? Yeah, look, you know, for me, I did definitely. My wife's from Mexico City and has family in Chicago. Those are all options for us. But I'll tell you one thing. We came back here. I remember my wife kind of like not understanding the Long Beach community. And all of a sudden we had so many friends who came out and wanted to help us and help our kids. And we saw that community. And it was at that point, I mean, I got a great offer to go continue four more years in Brazil. But I knew the time was right for me to stop. I want to stop on top and do something else, which is growing the sport. And now having all this community, my wife loves it. I love it. I mean, LB was always the place. Well, we're happy to have you back, man. We I love, like we you love running you. into you, man. It's great. <laughs> Tell us about the, the aquatic games. I, I was there. It, I mean, it was epic. It was over at Cabrillo High School. Tell yeah. us a little bit about it, what, what you did for it, and what, what that has done for the sport so far. Yeah, look, what, what I'm trying to do is think of, think of ways to grow the sport and do things that's not being done, right? There's no point to try to do something uh, better, compete with it, all the entities that are out there right now. So Cabrillo is an absolutely beautiful high school that mm-hmm. is totally underused. And I, you know, had a lot of help from the Aquatics Capital of America, from the mayor, from the city to try to get that facility and try to do something different in the sport. So what we did was we ran this tournament where... Basically, you're getting coached. You have the opportunity to be coached by Olympians. So Bruce Bradley, you know, yep. a Long Beach guy, my father, they're coaching these kids. I mean, imagine as a kid having the opportunity to be coached by an Olympian or Olympic coach, right? And then at the same time, we're running them through kind of an NFL combine type thing and giving them feedback. And I think that's the idea is how to evolve, is to try to make this not such a tournament where you win or lose and that's all that matters. It's more about the inspir- the experience. Hey, can, can they learn? Can we give them clinics and and lessons throughout these games but also maybe they can get inspired by ryan bailey who was coaching the newport team that actually won (laughs) the entire thing you know he he, he'll go ahead and tell everyone that too (laughs) it was because of his first two days of coaching (laughs) so it was a success and we're excited for the future i just appreciate you treating me like i was vip that doesn't happen anywhere (laughs) when i go anywhere and then I go to the Aquatic Games over Cabrillo, and I get to go backstage. I'm getting free coffee. I got everything going for me. And he comes, he comes back with his nickname. I'm like, oh, cool. Who, who gave you the nickname? <laughs> <laughs> who in that VIP? 
So I think I'm the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's how it all started. Tony kind of pushed me in that direction to be the chosen one. So we're talking about growing the sport, Tony. And what we like to do here on this podcast is to make, make sports fun. We like to make them even better. We love water polo, but we feel like we're going to try to make it even more fun. And that's why we have this segment called Make Sports Fun Again. <laughs> and so I'm going to give just one, one thing of how I, I think we could make the sport even better. And then John will give one, and then we'll let you, we'll let you go last. Uh, give yourself a nice little uh, deal shot here. Okay, so this is mine. Every time, so you're on offense, right? Every time you miss or turn the ball over or it's saved by the, by the goalie, the, uh, the offense has to go down and touch the bottom of the, of the pool, then come back up while the other team's in transition. What do you think about that? Some more goals. Is that more what goals, more goals. Okay, so what will happen, because water pole players, instead of scoring, there's going to be that one or two guys that will take off to score, right? You're right. going to get your one on nobody, more goals for sure. But what do you think the other five are going to do? We're water pole players, remember. They're going to go down under with that team and beat the shit out of them. All right. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. That's wow. what we want. So underwater wrestling. <laughs> so, that's what it so would turn into. Fight, fights and goals. That's, yeah. Fights and goals. You're that's gonna, the big idea. That's what this podcast is about. And, uh, so that's exactly what Paul's looking for. Good job, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, what you got for us, dude? Um, so my thing goes back to, you know, it's a classic thing with water polo. And, you know, you guys tend to discriminate a little bit with your um, uniforms. And, you know, the classic Speedo thing. And what I think it's doing is essentially hurting. You guys don't necessarily get the best talent because you only get the talent that wants to play in a Speedo. So, like, look at a guy like me. Uh, you know, I have a little <laughs> bit of a gut. I always have. And, you know, I, I ne- didn't want to necessarily play in a Speedo, but yet I am blonde and I did go to Wilson, so I probably would have been a great water polo player. <laughs> I think so, too. So, I was like, that's basically I get, I'm a D1 player because I'm blonde went to Wilson. So, I think that in order to play water polo, you should have to be – a fat guy and you should have to wear a onesie oh, so you have to be fat yeah well so tony can't play he just got to eat a little bit more <laughs> he could play he, i mean you can't just well, be this ridiculous workout all the time <laughs> well i mean we do have that without the onesie it's just called masters <laughs> <laughs> well the, my, my other point is going to grow the sport um you look at the the most popular sports in america football baseball if, if you think of a football a football guy football fan you're picturing a fat guy right now aren't you so if you want to grow if you want to grow a sport you need you 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 need a sport where old fat guys can act like they know how to play it and watch the tv and tell their kids that they're better than the players on the tv true true so i can't wait that's just a little advice i know you're trying to grow the sport i like that i like that you know one of the ideas is to shorten the course so that we're not doing so much swimming so that it's more understandable and there's more technique in the game and that'll that'll allow some of the bigger dudes yeah, just maybe, maybe just raise the, raise the <laughs> the ground up a little bit too, so you don't have to swim at all. Hey, John's <laughs> been swimming a lot at the Long Beach State Pool. I don't know if you've noticed, but he uh, he he can swim a little bit. He I'm, can swim I, a little he's bit. He's got a nice tan going. Yes, I, he yeah, does. I it's noticed that. Summer, all the ladies summertime. say that. All the ladies say that. They're like, hey, when did John get so tan? I'm like, hey, he's been swimming. The waitresses summertime. and legends are all looking at me right now. <laughs> are, if you guys, if this was a video, you guys would see that. <laughs> all right, Tony, you got any uh, any ways to make the sport even more fun? Yeah, you know, I think we need to make it. I think we need to learn from basketball and and other sports. And uh, f- why the hell don't we have a two pointer? You know, I oh, mean, here we go. That's it, what I'm I talking like about. That. It's just it. It's exciting. You look what happened in, in the sport of basketball. How it's evolved. Well, why why do we not evolve? It, it just drives me crazy. You know, and everyone complains about referees all the time. It's everyone's favorite thing. Well, 
you know what? The, the sport is so difficult for a referee. All three of us can look at a, a glass of, you know, whatever, three different ways. Well, it's the same with referees. So until we can figure out a more simpler way for them to, to judge the game, that's not going to change. And then we need to be more exciting, and we need more goals. So one idea is the two-point rule, but another idea that, that uh, me and some guys have been talking about is why not go straight to basketball because two-point makes a big turnaround. Why not three points, two points, and maybe a six-on-five or figure out like a penalty shot is only one, but you can go for two. Okay. I think we've got to start thinking that way. Hey, I like it. I like. We need to have you on this podcast more often. We like to make, <laughs> I like make every it a lot. sport yeah. fun now, man. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds Sometimes great. we get shot down with our ideas, and I, I feel like that you could take us off. <laughs> All right, we're uh, we're talking about you're just talking basketball. Uh, big Lakers guy. We're just talking about it. You know Luke Walton, one of your great buddies. You met him. You saw him at the annex, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we like to. This is called shoot your shot, right? This podcast is called shoot your shot. So, we like to shoot our shot during during the show. We like to make bold predictions, and we want to make a bold prediction about the Lakers right now. So, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot my shot right now, and I'm gonna say for the Lakers upcoming season this year, I'm gonna say they're gonna beat the Warriors at home, like they have like they have before they're going to be the fifth seed in the west fifth seed in the west and they're going to beat the trailblazers in the first round that's my my bold prediction for this year's lakers squad wow what do you think it's bold i mean i like it i think we found a guy who's more of a laker fan than i (laughs) (laughs) tony you what what, what do you think's gonna happen what do you think what's what's your money on right now look i'm first i'm stoked with uh, lonzo ball i think he's just seeing him play i mean it's amazing how how you know you look in the NFL and the NBA, and, and there's so much money going through these organizations, and they still can't figure out the first pick or the second pick. Right. You know, there's almost always failures, yeah. right? But just seeing Lonzo's balls play—I mean, look, injury—that you can never tell that, or you, you can sometimes. But Lonzo Ball, I think, is going to be an awesome player. I think he's going to make the Lakers a good team. I think we're going to be in the hunt for a playoff spot. That's what I honestly believe, and okay. I think it's going to be a positive vibe for everyone in the Lakers. And then LeBron James and Paul George are coming home. Whoa, okay. <laughs> okay. And you're calling this home for LeBron. I like that. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it is his home. He bought it here. I'm not even the biggest LeBron fan, but, hey, if he's hey. he's coming, the Lakers going to win. You <laughs> I'm, know, I'm say, good with it, dude. I'm he, good with it. If he's dressed but, up in yellow and purple. But contrary to the years before, I think the Warriors are going to take the Lakers a little more seriously, and they're not going to lose to us. Oh, okay. I can see that happening. I can Just see saying. That happening. That's, that's my call. I like that, though. <laughs> so you're saying 2019 or t- – yeah, yeah, 2019 is going to be the big year for the Lakers. Yeah, I'm saying there's – I mean, you, you can even talk Boogie into a trade this year and then even get those two. Jeez. There's a hey, lot. Now we're shooting our here. shot around here, man. Now <laughs> we're shooting our shot. Tony's trying to get a, a GM job. I like that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hey, we need to get you over there. We got that sound bite, so in about a year from now, we're going to be making you look like – Hey, if anything happens, you huh. immediately – you get this out all over the place. Oh, hey, yeah, 100%. There's a Biggie trade. Yeah. 100%. Tony Boogie, Boogie called Boogie it. trade, sorry. John, what you got? Uh, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to say that uh, Lonzo Ball is not going to get off to the to the start that we all want and hope. Um, okay. People are going to start hating on him a little bit. You know, there's the whole thing with the dad. Everyone's going to be down on him. I'd say about 25 games into the season, I run into Lonzo Ball at a local shuffleboard bar, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like Tony, who just took it way too seriously and left the bar. I'm going to take take the young Lonzo under my under my uh, arm and become friends with him. We're going to win a couple shuffleboard games. He's going to get his confidence back because confidence Jeez, big, is big dude. in sports. How e- either <laughs> either we win or I get, like, some tickets or, I don't know, maybe a hat. I might get a free Lakers hat. <laughs> How come your shoot-the-shots are always the most ridiculous? 
Well, it's good because it looks like out of the three, the guest might be the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Y- hey, you never know, you though. I'm going to be looking like a genius, though, if we become the fifth seed in, will, the, in the West. for sure. And Lord knows I'm going to hit enough bars to try to make my thing happen. So. <laughs> I'm he's be, not even 21, I, I bro. Kinda, he can't do that. Well, no, he's this tall. Is a, this is a late oh, he's tall. He's tall. Yeah. That's true. That's true. An NBA player. <laughs> card them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. We don't card them. All right, we're over here at Legends, like we said. Great atmosphere today. Tony is – he's got his hands full right now, and he's doing his best. He's got his young daughter here with him, and uh, you're doing a great job, by the way. This, Appreciate this that. Is, this is pretty impressive. This Tony, is pretty Tony's impressive. full-time dadding right now. He's, like, feeding his <laughs> feeding his daughter and, and giving her drinks and giving her toys, and, like, the whole time he's answering our questions and knocking them out of the park. Yeah, for She sure. started drinking normal water, and now it's cloudy, but you know what? There's no <laughs> pictures of that, right? <laughs> Hey, H2O, H2O is H2O. Two hydrogens, one oxygen. That's what it's all about. So uh, I ordered. Are we going to talk about our order, John? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, here's what I got. Okay, let's hear you first. Started off hot with the legendary hot wings because we're at Legends. I love wings. We know that. I love dipping them in ranch, and they're shareable. I'm, as you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll befriend Alonzo Ball. I'll befriend. A Tony Azevedo. If he wants to get a get a wing, he can have one. <laughs> so um, you know, it's a, it's a nice share, sharing food, and uh, that's classic legends. Get the legendary hot wings; they're delicious. You're having a good time. You're talking sports, and you're eating wings. Tony, what you got today? I went with the fish and chips. That's what I went for. You know, living overseas, coming back. Even though it's an it's an English tradition, it's just it's hard to find a good fish and chips. And I went with that and. Uh, and a Dos Equis beer. Yeah. I love my Mexican beer. I love that. Nice lime in there. It's a, it's a classy, classy order. Yeah, you're classy. You're a classy <laughs> guy. It's for, it's for uh, it's about 4.45 or so on a Tuesday. And I got a rum and Coke. I plan on going to AI after this. That's that's my plan. So that's why I got went with the rum and Coke to get it going early. Uh, also got, you know, we, we talked about this before, but I, I looked through the menu. I saw the Reuben. Had to get it. You can't pass I up a Reuben. Pass it up. It was right there. It's got sour, uh, sauerkraut, Thousand Islands. Got everything you want. So that's why I went for it. That's definitely usually my go-to with the Reuben as well. Tony, Tony, Tony was I, eyeing it. He uh, was he eyeing was. it, and you know what? Tony's a team guy, and so he was able to uh, to let you have that. And you're kind of lucky that he's he's out of competition right now because he could have easily just crushed you and gotten it. He could he could have <laughs> he could have crushed me and gotten it, but he's heard about me being the chosen one. But so he, he thought, he's lost his competitive edge a little bit. You know, he's just over there hugging a kid the whole time <laughs> and <laughs> he knows he needs to be careful. <laughs> but then you get in the competitive edge that is like a father, you know? Oh that's coming like, that's dude, right around the corner. I'm pretty sure she just crawled faster than any kid <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> oh man. We alright so we like to uh, end every one of our interviews with uh, like a rapid fire round, rapid fire questions. Uh, we like to call these ones penalty shots uh, because, nice. you know, water polo. Yeah, a little water polo turn because we're big water polo guys around here. <laughs> he he got that one. He, he was able to keep up with that <laughs> one. <you> <laughs> uh, so we're going to be at, we're going to ask you questions and you can, like I said, rapid fire. You just, you just, you know, answer it real quick. Okay. Uh, I'll start with it. Most famous person you've had a conversation with. Kobe Bryant. <sighs> Jeez. Awesome. Favorite sports movie. Uh, Major League. Oh, nice. Is there a. A, a famous water polo movie? Do we need to make that one? We need to make that. That's hey, 30 exactly for 30. It. 30 for 30. Could be you. Trust me, this is something we've been talking about. Oh, <laughs> man, that's the best. Hey, can we get in on that, though? <laughs> yeah. Like, you need an inter- They need an interview somebody. I, I got I got it. All right. I feel you like got, we've you got a couple more. budding uh, 
podcasters that yeah. could be the next like we know Matthew McConaughey. I don't know. <laughs> French toast or Swedish mas- massage? Swedish massage. Wow. Uh, if you could live in any TV show, which show would it be? Seinfeld. Oh, that's you're talking to a couple wow. of Seinfeld guys right that's here. Beautiful. Who's your character? Jerry. Okay. Jerry. I mean, George is hilarious. Yeah. He he makes it, but Jerry's my guy. Dude. Okay. I just Jerry's like my guy. Okay. What's your favorite Gatorade flavor? Uh, sh- don't like Gatorade. Wow. Really? Yeah. Just too your sugary. Water guy. Too sh- yeah. Been a water guy. Are you a Propel guy? What's Propel? Good like, answer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be a pro. I think it's out of business. Is that still in business? That's a Gatorade company, actually. Okay, that's no wonder. They must have like not given him a sponsorship or something. I don't know. <laughs> she thought then it was I, I'm a water pole player. Then I'd hate everyone. That's true. <laughs> um, skip shot or upper corner berry? Upper corner berry. Before your matches, what's the song your go-to song that you listen to? Pearl Jam Alive. Nice. Pineapple on your pizza? Yes. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Big yeah, we're with pineapple guys, 100%. See, now we can be real good friends. <laughs> Who was your celebrity crush in the 2000, during the 2000 Olympics? Britney Spears. Wow. Uh, she's my celebrity crush right now. <laughs> I, I, I know the music video you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Kids who are entitled. <laughs> like so, <that>. John. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, Robert Ori or Brian Shaw? Robert Ori. Big shot, Bob. Big answer. Uh, if you could time travel, where would you go and when? Man, you know what? I'd probably go to, like, Paris back in, what is it, the 40s? Okay. With, like, uh, all the artists, that whole movement. What, what is that called? The uh, uh, impression, yeah. Impressionist movement? <laughs> the, the That's what I'm going for. I'm not <laughs> a huge, There's, a, there's <laughs> a movie about that midnight me- Paris, times, right? I don't know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That everyone wants to go back, but, I mean, yeah. that's dude, that's a pretty sweet stage. And I, I haven't even seen the last Game of Thrones, but if that really sur- was a time, like, get me back there. <laughs> dude, that'd be sweet. You big Game of Thrones guy, yeah. huh? Yeah, no, actually, I, I don't have time to watch, but I did start watching at the beginning, and I loved it. Okay. So I haven't seen the last couple seasons. We'll get you over to our place. You can come watch with us. Uh, one meal for the rest of your life. Pasta la carbonara. Okay. I like that. that. I thought you were going JoJo special. Ooh. That would have been. That, been God, that was close. That, w- it, that popped up. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite podcast? 908. That's on time. Uh, <laughs> love wow, he knocked that one out of the park. Love that. Tony, thanks, man. I appreciate you uh, joining the show with us. Uh, thanks for supporting your favorite sh- your favorite sports podcast, Shoot Your Shot. <laughs> Can't wait to have you on again. Can't wait to watch Game of Thrones with you. We'll see you at JoJo's, the Annex, all that good stuff. Uh, check out our video with Tony. Uh, coming up later on. Um, but it was great, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you guys, man. It's an honor. <laughs> Super epic interview with Tony. Great guy. Uh, it makes me feel warm inside. He's welcoming. Somebody that you could talk to. He's easy to talk to. Very easy to talk to. He was unbelievable with his daughter there, by the way. Again, the guy was had her in one hand, uh, feeding her a little breadstick thing. Uh, he was a complete warrior. I mean, he's been doing it for years on the Olympic level playing water polo, so I'm sure that he can multitask with his 10-month-old daughter for a couple hours, and he did just that. How, how about when he says uh, the call about making three-pointers in water polo? Yeah. I feel like that's something you and I would say, and but we were, like, scared to say because we didn't want to sound like idiots. Yeah. And he comes out here and just he's, like, all about having fun. Well, if, it's, if you're talking about the greatest water polo in U.S. history, talking about making a three-point shot, 
you know, it must be something that should be be done with the sport. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Making sports fun again, yeah, me and you. Love it. Oh yeah, I'll pull some trees. I'll call the people I know, the higher ups in water polo, and I'll get that number. And I know you do. Yeah, I appreciate oh, yeah. that. Let me know. What we like to do every single week is pick the 908 athlete of the week, somebody that goes off somewhere in Long Beach or somewhere else, but they're from the 908 area. And if they have a big week, we pick them as the 908 athlete of the week. They have to have a connection to Long Beach. Exactly. This week, we got our guy. Former Lakewood baseball star, J.P. Crawford. He made his major league b- debut, John. It's been, you know, yep. he's finally here. He's up with the Phillies. Went one for five, single to center field. Now he has four hits so far in the big league. Shout out to J.P. Crawford, uh, friend of the program. Peak friend of the program, we're apparently. Gonna have, we're going <laughs> to have him on the show. He's going to be on the show. No, we've actually already reached out to him, and he's a, he's a good guy. Good guy. We, um, s- we see him uh, around town, and he always comes up to us, comes up to us and says hi. Uh, not a lot of those big-name people do that, but... I guess Long Beach people—they're about about uh, people in the community, and they they come up and say what's up to their to their uh, fellow Long Beachians. Is that well, what we're called? Yeah, it's Long Long Beach residents is oh. the official term. Okay. Um, the uh, what I love about this is he's one for five, but at a certain time he was one for one in his last at bat. That's true. So he was batting a thousand. So from he, from one, I mean, from one at bat to the other, he was yeah. one for one. He he wasn't one for five. He was he was basically the best player on earth for one at bat. Shoot, if you have a hit in the major in your major league debut, I don't care. I don't care what happens the rest of that game. It's more than it, I it's got. A, it's a heck of a game. Yeah, you don't got much going for you except for, <laughs> you know, this podcast is going actually pretty well so far. I'd say. Yeah. So John and I, every single week, we're going to be doing a little thing, a little fun thing, because we're fun here on this podcast. We're going to be playing one on one. Every week, some form, form of one-on-one. It could be a basketball matchup. It could be me pitching to you, you pitching to me. It could be a golf thing. You don't want to face this curveball. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, John's got two. I've got one. We've done it a few times already. We wanted to practice to see if we were in good enough shape, which we aren't. I mean, I'm not even close to being in good shape. Uh, we drink a little bit too much beer. We go to a little too many bars, which is fine. I like going to bars. I do too, Paul. But John's up 2-1 on me. Our next matchup actually going to be tomorrow we got a big day tomorrow yeah huge we're planning a uh, a charity golf tournament precious life the precious life shelter in los alamitos great charity look them up it's going to be what a navy navy golf course the destroyer course uh good luck to you i think i think i'm hot right now on the on the on the old uh, golf course right now paul's like justin thomas i'm like jordan spieth so true you know i have the the longevity of of two to three years of, of good golf but paul's paul's hot right now yeah, you're right. I'm the hot. I'm the hot topic. I'm the hot man on the streets. Uh, as you can tell, that's why you hired me. I'm like Ernie Els. You're like VJ Singh. I'll take that. Are you kidding me? I'm the Big Easy. <laughs> I love that. I'd say this show went pretty well, John. First ever one went pretty well. It was. It was. It was a great episode, Paul. First episode, listeners. I hope you like it. We're gonna. We're gonna get a little bit better every every week. Iron sharpens iron. You know. Heck yeah. Tell us what you think. We look forward to hearing it. Subscribe to shoot your shot on apple Podcasts, soundcloud hit us up on lb908.com share share it with your friends tell them hey i just met two really cool dudes even if you haven't met us you know we're d's we're d's follow us on instagram (laughs) we're all right i think think you'd like us (laughs) at 908 magazine follow your boy on twitter at peace later roman numeral three instagram peace later three best snapchatter in southern california peace later three Want to let you guys all know, life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot, we shoot our shot, so shoot your shot. Yeah. Huh. 
know what I mean? Uh, what you gonna do when I come through, babe? Stop me, your game looks sloppy, you need more practice, maybe you like this, to enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait, a three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet, back it out and fade away all net, hang time. Over dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing. You gets no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too fun to lay up. Catch you on the rebound. Game over. Stay up. Yeah. What you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?